Good day, gents, and welcome to another episode of Father's Fire. My name is Jody Cedric, and every week we get together to explore the joys, the challenges, the triumphs, the sorrows, and yes, the fun. And if you're like me, you're having a blast right now because it is Christmas time. We're getting the presents wrapped. I made 12 batches of English toffee yesterday. And uh, yeah, it's just super fun. The family's coming in. We're going to have all the kids in. So it's going to be super fun. So hopefully you guys have a lot of fun ahead of you as we get into Christmas week. And uh, as you guys know, every week I'm brought to you by the Speak Fire family. Aisha Thomas, my boy Michael Gingrass, Sean Brassfield, Bobby Berg. We're all bringing you guys different podcasts to help you be the best versions of yourself. So make sure you check them out as well as Rethinking Rich. I got you. It's coming. Are you ready to ignite the fire? We are Speak Fire. Oh, and by the way, that's fire with a Y. What's going on, everyone? Internal fire. Student fire. Young fire. Father's fire. Leadership fire. Champion fire. (laughs) (laughs) Unlocking the fire within. Thank you all for tuning in. Let's grow. Speak fire. Speakfire.com. Speak fire with a Y. We have a new episode that comes out every Monday at 4 a.m. Are you going to be up with us? Deuces. This your boy Jay Gibson, CEO and founder of Rethink Rich Academy, Rethink Rich Incorporated, with a new face of finance. Get used to it. And I just want to tell you guys, if you're looking for elite financial training and coaching, but not just about investment, to help your whole life. I want you to go to RethinkRichAcademy.com. We are doing free training right now for the entire year of 2020. So join me on Facebook at Rethink Rich Academy and follow me on social at Rethink Rich. Well, good morning. I'm super, super excited because I have a good friend, a new friend, and uh, he and I just connected. I mean, from the very first conversation we connected. So let me introduce you to John Bolden. How you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. I, I've been good. really looking forward to just having a longer discussion with you because you and I met on Clubhouse. Absolutely. In one of the Clubhouse rooms. And man, it was just a phenomenal dialogue, man. I'm yes, like, it was. I gotta get connected to this guy. <laughs> Well, so, so thank you so much for joining me, man. I'm so you're out of Michigan, and absolutely you're blue, not green. <laughs> right, hey, maize blue, go blue all the way, <laughs> and that's good, man. Everybody's got to represent, right? So it's right. super fun. So yeah, so John and I were in this phenomenal discussion on Clubhouse, and just some of his wisdom and his depth. I'm like, man, I need to connect with him. And he also has written a book. It's called 18 Principles of Manhood. And so I will make sure to put a link in the, um, the show comments. So make sure you check it out. And as you guys know, I mean, really the mission of Father's Fire is to help us become good fathers, good men, good husbands, and try to elevate our families by the men that we become. So let's jump into it, John. Let's talk about you and your dad first. Let's start there because I think a lot of times, especially 
you know, the generation where we come, some of us have had some tenuous relationships with our dad. Some of us have had great relationships with our dad. And it's what I'm learning is that it's all over the board. So let's talk about you and your dad. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, first of all, I just thank you for having me on the show. You know, it's an honor. So I appreciate that, Jody. Um, So with me and my dad, I am a PK. And what that means is a preacher's kid. Um, So um, my dad, basically me and my dad, we have a good relationship. um, And but the thing is, with my dad, he did not have his father in his life and present. So um, that was a real impact in his life of how he raised us. You know, um, it was six of us, you know, um, my mom and dad, you know, they stayed together. Um, um, Thank God, you know, my mom passed away, God, like, you know, 10 years ago, but he's still going strong and he's just, he, the man that I am right now, you know, thank God for, you know, God. And, you know, also with my father, you know, he's made me the man who I am today. Even when sometimes I was like, dad, seriously, like, uh, uh, seriously, like you gonna, you gonna do this to me, you know, but I understand now as I've gotten older to where it's like, okay, wow. I understand, you know, that, okay. I know what you were doing then and I understand it now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's interesting looking back, you know, with your experience with your father, I had a phenomenal dad, but I'm a Navy brat and he was always, you know, in the leadership of our church. So there was an expectation that we as kids were to live up to. I mean, straight up. I mean, we were yeah. live up to it and yeah. we felt the responsibility of that. And but he also was very, very demanding. You know, I remember, I you. you know, me and my kids, we, me and my brothers, we'd be playing at three and four or five years old and we'd be getting into trouble and he'd make us stand at attention. <laughs> <laughs> and you try to get a three-year-old, four-year-old to stand at attention for 30 seconds. I hear you. <laughs> I'm like, um, that's crazy. I, I definitely hear you on that because, uh, you know, you brought, um, you know, a memory back to my uh, mind to where, um, you know, when we were younger, like when we was like, I'm talking about kids, kids. Um, and my, my dad always would you know, wake us up early to work like five o'clock in the morning. And I'm looking like, dad, like I'm still young. I need my sleep. He said, son, this is going to help you grow. You know, this is going to help you be a man. And I'm looking like, but dad, I'm not a man yet. You know, I'm a young male, but I'm not a male yet, you know? So, you know, just that right there really has helped me with my work ethic now that I'm older to where I'm like, okay, wow, I understand why. And quite frankly, I start doing some of the same things with my son. Now he knows, okay, you're going to get up early. We're going to do something. I don't know what it is, but we're going to do something to make sure you have that regimen in place. And that's one thing, I guess, for males, like we need that, you know, we need that resume. We need that discipline. But yeah, some stuff, it was just like with my father, I was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, I didn't understand at the time. I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> yeah, my dad was the same way. It seemed like every Saturday he had some kind of project for us. <laughs> and it's like, all right, kids, get get a shovel, get a hoe, get some weeds. You know, let's go pick the weeds or whatever. And right. it just 
you expected it. And it was either we were working together as a family or um, there was two years that we were saving and working to go to Disney World. And so we got up really early and we sold Krispy Kreme donuts door to door or and, you know, my dad was just really, look, we're not going to sleep the morning away. We're getting up. I've had a little bit of a harder time with my kids doing that. I'm not getting up. I'm like, well, I can drag you. (laughs) I understand. I got you. No, that's good. So, you know, now I mean, dads leave an imprint on us, right? Our dad yes. leaves an imprint. Yes. And in whether a good imprint or a bad imprint, um, a dad can really set the tone both mentally and emotionally for you as a dad. So as you look back at your dad, how do you think that he helped you really connect with your kids? Because that's a different question, right? Because I think a lot of times we think about, I need to connect with my dad, but how did my relationship with my dad affect how I'm connecting with my kids? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's funny that you asked that because um, maybe like a month or so ago, me and my dad was um, actually having this type of conversation because, you know, my dad was there, but at the same time, he was working a lot. You know, you know, he was working a factory. He was a supervisor for his factory job, you know, making, you know, you know, decent money. But because of him having six kids, you know, it was just like he had to just work, 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 work. And, you know, he did not he instilled like the work ethic in there, but we really didn't start having that really connection at that father son time until I got started getting older because, you know, I was looking at my dad, you know, I'm looking like, okay, I know this is my dad. I know he works and everything. And, you know, we will have some type of relationship, you know, like, okay, Hey, you know, we see in the movie, just, you know, something on that, but I didn't really understand until I got older of what that relationship between father and son was like. Um, and, you know, I was just talking to him and I was just like, okay, hey, dad, you know, you know, when I was younger, you know, we really didn't, you know, have that relationship built because him himself was trying to learn himself of like what father type, I mean, what fatherhood was like because he didn't have the father in his life. So he was trying to understand that, you know, and then also he was trying to understand, okay, you know what, I have to be the father, but the provider, but the protector and the priest of my home. And so all of that was just going on to where he really didn't have enough time to like, you know, you know, say, okay, son, this is what you do here. This is what you do here with this particular um, type of situation. And I'm grateful for even the wisdom that he has, you know, given me when I was young, but it was some things to where he even say now, cause you know, and I'm just, and I'm grateful for my father. You know, I don't want to, you know, Jody, sometimes I could talk and I could talk. No, let's <laughs> talk. That's why you know, doing this. But, but <laughs> it's like, sometimes, you know, he just, he even said, and I'm grateful for my father, that's why I dedicated my book to him, you know, because he showed how he showed humbleness because he was never too quick. He was never, how can I put it? He was at a point, he was always forgiven. 
And he always forgave to where it was like, he said, hey, son, you know what? I'm sorry. I wasn't the best father. You know, I'm some stuff I should have taught y'all at an early age or some stuff I just didn't know because I didn't have that example. And I just appreciated that even as a as I got older, because I was looking like, okay, that taught me like, okay, as a man between his father, but between the father and the their children, you're not going to get it right all the time. And I think that's where we have this idea like, or this thing in our mind saying, oh, we're going to get it right with our kids. We're going to get the relationship right with our kids to where sometimes you're just going to have to say, hey, I don't have a guide to it. You know, this is something new. And you have to learn how to apologize to say, you know what? I got it wrong because I learned that from my dad. I do that with my kids. I'm like, Hey kids, I got it wrong this time. My bad. I apologize. Let's move forward. You know? So that's some of the things that has helped me with that father son relationship, because in the beginning it was just like, dad, like, What's going on? Like, and sometimes he didn't know the answer. So he'll be like, son, all right. You know, sometimes he'll, you know, brush off like, all right, son. But I got to understand like, okay, I see why, because you didn't know as well too. But now it's like, okay, hey, I know now. Let me give you that knowledge now. So, yeah. Yeah, I think one of the challenges is as a kid, right? You think your dad knows everything. And for your dad to have the humility to say, you know what, I I messed up and or I don't know. And I'm trying to figure it out. There's not you know, when I brought you home, they didn't give me a, you know, John Bolden guidebook. You know, how do I take care of you? Because I'm telling you, the John Bolden book did not apply to the other five kids. Right. Because I'm the oldest of eight kids and like you, big family. And. You know, I look at all my siblings and we are so different. I look at my own kids. They are so different. They're so unique. And the playbook is so unique for each kid. And I always tell my kids, I'm like, you know what? I don't have all the answers. I'm not a perfect dad. I straight up will tell you I'm not a perfect dad, but I I will try to love you perfectly. And through that process of loving you perfectly and forgiving each other and growing together, we will grow together as a father, son, father, daughter, and most importantly, as a family. So I, you know, I love that your dad was that example because a lot of young men today and, you know, in our generation, they didn't have that example of that kind of humility in a dad. And and it's funny that you say that because, you know, when it comes to the young man, you know, with my, you know, the years that, you know, I worked in the juvenile system and that's all I hear is that my father wasn't in my life, you know, and a lot of times these kids just want to know like, okay, Hey, do you love me? Like, do you understand that I need you in my life? And it's funny because not going to say funny, but it's interesting because when these kids come back to the relationship, well, when that relationship is mended, their whole life changes. Mm. It's, it's funny how now I'm so grateful. Don't get me wrong. Single women out there raising sons. That is awesome. More power to you. More power to you. Yes. But these kids, especially these young males, it's a special connection when they um, when they mend that relationship back with their fathers. 
they start to become more how can I put it? They start to become more uh, 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 successful in a way in their success, what you would call it. So where it's like, okay, hey, you know what? I can breathe now because I feel like I have somebody in my corner now. So, yeah, I love the imagery of that because as I was listening to you, it's it's as if these young men, they have pillars in their life. They have the pillar of their mother. They have the pillar of, you know, school or uh, athletics or whatever. And if they're missing that pillar of father, man, there is a big gap in their heart. There's a big gap in their mind. There's a big gap in their self-worth. And until they're able to put that pillar in place and, what I've discovered, some men are, I've seen, or what I've seen is that some men are never able to put that pillar in. True. And, True. you know, and I look at it in other people. In fact, I was in another discussion on Facebook. There's this Facebook group and there's a lady. She goes, look, she goes, I'm 41 years old. And I still would love to just go sit on my dad's lap and wow. hold him. Wow. 41. Wow. Right. And so wow. that pillar is so critical to our children, not only when they're little, but as it ripples through. My dad's been passed away for five years, almost five years now. Okay. And dude, there are so many times when I would just like to call him and say, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. What are your ideas? Or, hey, dad, do you have a stupid joke for me? I got you. <laughs> My dad I was hear the king you. of dad jokes. <laughs> I hear you on that one. And, so and, and go ahead. Sorry. I interrupted. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I don't want to miss that flow. It sounded oh, like yeah. you were going somewhere good. <laughs> no, it was so funny when you talk about, you know, dad jokes is because um, my, my dad, he bless his heart, bless his heart. You know, a lot of times, you know how, you know, those dads, it's like, you know, they'll tell the jokes and it's like, sometimes it'll be like, okay, it took me a while to get that, but it was funny once I got it, you know? So that's how my dad was, you know, he would tell jokes and we'd be like, oh, okay. And then after a while, I'd be like, I got it. Okay. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> kind of creeps up on you. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> That's funny. So let's talk about your experience being a dad. So you have two beautiful children. You have a 16 year old daughter and a nine year old son. So you're, you're just coming out of the throes in my experience, because I have two daughters too. And yes. so it seems like from like 11, maybe 12 to about 15. I didn't know who I was talking to half the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or which version I was going to get. Right, 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 right. And, and it's, it's, it's funny because um, even now, like how you said before, there's no manual for this, you know, and like even now, like, it's a difference between because I and not only that, you know, I'm, I have a blended family. Um, so um, it's funny because I'll talk to my uh, 16 year old and 
the conversation is totally different, of course, from my nine-year-old, because, you know, right now, you know, with my 16-year-old, it's just, she was just like, okay, you know, dad, this, dad, this. So I'm looking like, okay, let me wrap my mind around this. Okay, you're about to go to college now. Okay, you know, you know, you're trying to find your way in life now. So we're having those conversations, you know, and then my nine-year-old, he's just like, okay, uh, dad, hey, I want to go play this. Hey, I want to, you know, do this. It's just like he wants that time, you know, with me, that physical time, like, okay, to where my daughter is like, I love you, dad, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be me now. I'm looking like, okay, I got you. I got you now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that, that It's a strange dynamic, right? Be, because on one hand, you got this baby girl that's been in, you know, just everything to your heart and mind. Absolutely. Now she's starting to fight and you're like, wait, where'd my baby girl go? And she's like, yep. she's got boyfriends now. She's got school. And it's my, my two youngest are, are, are the daughters. Uh-huh. And they, one just went to UVU. One's just wow. finishing senior year. And okay. the one that's finishing senior year, she's talking about going off to LA and modeling school. And I'm like, all right, so I need to capture as many moments as I can. In fact, this week she came up. She she came up to me. She said, "Dad, I'm feeling like a crafty mood." And she's really good. I mean, she's really artistic. She goes to okay. Pinterest and she's all about fashion. And so she goes, "But we're gonna have to go shopping." And I'm like, "Oh, great!" Because <laughs> everybody knows. I'm not the biggest shopping guy. I, I, I'm here. a limit, right? And so she's like, no, dad, let's go. We'll just go to one store. Three stores later, two and a half, almost two and a half hours later. We were done. But it was great because we're, we're walking down the aisle and she's like, blah, 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 blah. She's like, talking a lot, aren't I, dad? I'm like, yeah, you are, but that's okay. Keep going. Right. Right, right, right. I hear you. Oh, I hear you on that one because uh, I know it's funny that you said that, like, even when it comes to, you know, daughters, because, you know, with them, you know, like right now with my daughter, like, you know, as I said before, she's just kind of like in this space to her. She is, she knows that she's in that transition and it's like, okay, I'm almost grown. So I can really like, like step out there a little bit and you could tell because a lot of times when she takes that step out you know as from you know going into her teenage years to young adult life you know she'll you know take a step out and then it's like okay i took a step out i I don't like this as much and then you know kind of you know step back like that so i'm looking like okay you know you didn't like that one so okay we'll step back let's regroup and then go back out there but that's interesting because you know as you know shopping when we go shopping a lot of times you know i'll say okay hey get I bless your heart jody because when, when it comes to shopping my wife and my daughter know like I'll just give y'all the money. Just, just right here. Just go. Just go. <laughs> just go. You know, I'm just going to give y'all the money. Do what y'all got to do. Like, let me know what y'all got when y'all come home. You know, but, you know, every so often I'll go out with them to let them know, 
dad still cares and you know husband still you know husband still cares you know but that time that they have there me and my son that's when we'll kind of bond a little bit more you know when they're gone you know no (laughs) that's so funny because my wife knows that i shop with her one day a year and it's an all-day event for christmas Uh and the nice thing is the internet has come about. And so <laughs> that is greatly diminished. And so we're just in our bed on Amazon and bouncing up. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? So I'm like, okay, I can do that. Right, right. But but to make that time for your daughter from time to time, because yeah. they, they know dad's not a shopper, but they I'm hoping that when I make the time for them to do something that they want to do and they like. And, you know, maybe it's not exactly my thing, but I can tell you my thing was just hanging with my daughter. I mean, yes. we were laughing and she was talking to me and she's like, what do you think about this? And I'm like, uh, it looks almost like the last one we saw, but yeah, it looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it, that's absolutely true. And, you know, and, and even as you were talking, you know, I was just thinking about like, you know, how like the good, but also, you know, the bad as well, too, you know, because a lot of times, you know, we'll, you know, say like, okay, hey, and, you know, with my daughter, you know, I don't say stepdaughter, you know, you know, that's, that's my, you know, she's mine, you know, when I married my wife, she's my daughter, you know, um, so that's just how I, that's my philosophy with things. So with her, you know, it was a transition, you know, I had to really, as a dad and as someone coming into her life saying like, like, okay, Hey, I'm your dad now. And I really had to slowly, you know, build that relationship with her to let first I had to build that trust. Mm. And because that trust was so critical Mm. when that trust was there, then that's when she started to open up more because of the fact of it's like, okay, this man that's wanting to be my dad, you know, to fill that void, okay, hey, you know, he's there, like he's trying to do stuff with me. Okay, let me open up. And and I'll never forget, we had a conversation, our first conversation, like dad, daughter conversation. And it was just like, you know, she was like, dad, you know, so what do you think about this? And, you know, I look like, Oh, you talking to me? Oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, and I was just like, you know, because I was telling my wife before that happened, I was like, man, I just can't wait to that conversation. And when it came, it was like, oh, okay, this is, it's game time now. Let's go, let's go, you know? So that right there, but it, it took a while because, you know, you know, as a child, especially with a blended family, you know, she wanted to know, you know, you know, who her father was, you know, I mean, just in that order, you know, with that uh, and just to get to know um, and, you know, just with that and a lot of people and I want her to do that as well, too, because of the fact that she needs to know who he is, you know, she needs to know you know, uh, 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 just with that and, you know, more kudos, you know, I want that relationship to be, you know, with that, but, you know, just when that conversation happened between me and my daughter, it was just awesome, man. It was awesome. And I was just like, okay, wow, this is, this is good. Like it was just good to my heart, man. So yeah, yeah. I totally relate to that. Having and you know adopted our uh, two youngest kids, you know my son and my daughter, and and it's interesting because 
going back to what you said, you have to build that trust. Absolutely. And until they can trust that you're going to be there for them, that they can trust that you're consistently going to be there for them and you're going to love them despite the frustration, the anger, the tears, uh, the Absolutely. heartache of having lost what was in the past and going, all right, I can trust you with my heart. And as those walls break down and all of a sudden one day you wake up and they're like, Hey dad, can I talk to you? It's like, yes. <laughs> wow. It's finally here. Wow. All right. Let's jump in. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. let's talk about your boy. Yes. Yes. So my son, you know, he is just, you know, he's a junior. So uh, he's just, when I say amazing as well, too. And that's one thing about it. You know, with him, he's at an age now to where he's just learning a lot. He's learning a lot. And he's like, he's mimicking. And I, cause I, and I, and I want to, because this, you know, is talking about dads, I want to be very uh, clear when it comes to my son, because he is definitely watching me sometimes i'll walk it, it was days to where uh, i would just be walking around you know cleaning it you know the house and he coming right around like once he hears the stuff you know dad what you doing and then he'll be doing it right with me so right now he's at that stage of cleaning you know like okay hey dad what are you doing okay and now he's starting to ask questions and i had to look at him right quick like dude, you nine years old. I don't think you should be asking questions like this right now, <laughs> you know? Um, but, you know, he asked me, he was like, you know, dad, like, what does it mean to be a man? What does it mean to be a father? And I just, I was just blown away because I was just like, wow, okay, you're really thinking like with that. But the thing is, because he sees his father doing stuff and we are having those conversations at a young age, because I'm not waiting until he's, um, in his teens to have those conversations. You know, we're having those conversations now, you know, as, uh, 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 as he is nine years old and even that, you know, dynamic between, you know, uh, uh, brother and sister, you know, we have those conversations. No, that's your sister. That's who you protect. That's you protect your uh, mom, you protect your uh, sister, point blank. You know, there's no in between the lines. No. Hey, it's just like this. So we're having those conversations. And, you know, he is just when I say so amazing, they're both smart. You know, with my daughter, she's entrepreneur. She has her own business. And then my son, he's now like, OK, dad, you know, I want to have my business. You know, I want to have this, you know, and he's right now getting into coding right now so he's just all over the place he's having so much you know uh uh, uh he's thinking logically towards like okay okay if i do this then so i'm looking like dude like did i really have you like you know <laughs> like you know like dude i was not thinking like this at nine years old you know um but you know it's just it, it's he's just amazing 
And I just thank God for my kids, man. You know, it's just, you know, as you could tell with the smile on my face, I'm grateful my, for my kids, just my, for my family in general, you know, kids and my wife. So, yeah, yeah, I could talk about them all day, man. Uh, well, and that's what we do, right? And there's so many little nuggets that you've been sharing with us today and, and we've been able to discuss. Let me let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Looking, looking back, you know, you at your kids with your relationship with your beautiful wife, what are a couple, one, two, couple things that you think are just really, really critical that we as men do to create a phenomenal environment in our home for love and growth and belonging? One, one of the things that I think is, is this, is that we need to, as men, make sure that our families is really trustworthy like you know and what i mean by that let me make sure that i understand let me make sure that i uh say this clearly that there is trust and you communicate well with your family if you don't have trust and you don't communicate with them in a sense to where you can communicate then you're going to have problems you know when you don't have that trust there it's going to create all, not only with your wife, but when, with also with your, uh, your, your kids, that communication, that trust there is so important. That's a pillar. And, you know, I know, you know, when it comes to my family, you know, we're perfect, you know, and everything. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, you know, we had our ups and downs, you know, as a family, you know, and that's the thing. A lot of people don't want to talk about, you know, like, people are going to have ups and downs in their families, you know, whether it's be your kids, whether it be your wife, just as a family unit, you need, that's where that trust comes in. Okay. Hey, you know, uh, 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 kids, wife, I messed up this time. Okay. Hey, this is on me. Hey, when you are able to be vulnerable to your family and say, you know what? Okay. Yes. I'm, I'm taking that. Yeah. I'm the head. Okay, cool. But that's not being controlling. That's saying, oh, no, you do this. You do this. No. Okay. It's a head of just overseeing, making sure that, okay, okay, you're doing this. Okay. What can I do to help? Or what can I do to, you know, make sure things are situated in that area? Um, But that's with trust. And then with communication, it is so important to communicate. If you don't communicate, a lot of times, you know, I hear this, you know, it's a um, thing to where, you know, I think, what is it? Uh, uh, um, men are from Venus or um, women are from Mars and so like that, you know, but uh, I'm just like, it, it, it's so true because it's this diaphragm to where it's like communication. It's like, you know, it was, I, I was looking at this picture to where communication it had this arrow and it was going all with this, you know, it said the woman's side and then the arrow was just going all like this, you know, like that. And then the man's side, it was just like, you know, all <laughs> order. And when you mix those two together, it's like, okay, you know what? Those com- two types of forms of communication are, you know, clashing with each other. But one of the things that I learned, I'm still learning as well too, is that, when you are honest and open in your communication, what you say, thinking right here, stop trying to think of a way to mis- to interpret it to where they can feel okay, or they can feel like, okay, hey, you know, I'm trying, no, it's more important to say, you know what, is this, 
to put it simple, be blunt, be honest, because that is going to help build that trust to where like, you know what, this person was honest. He was honest. He was cool. Because if you don't, it's just going to blow up, you know, and, and I know that, you know, we even as men has had those, you know, times to where things have just blown up because, you know, we were just honest and we were just prideful. Like, like, no, uh-uh. I'm not going to get that pride out of the way, man. Seriously, that's good. That's more of a hindrance than a help. If you can humble yourself. I'm telling you, you will go a long way if you just humble yourself. Now, humbleness don't mean that you weak. You know, yeah. like, oh, hey, but just humbleness saying, hey, you know what? I know when I messed up. I know, you know, um, just basically I know when I messed up, you know, to your family, you know. So, yeah. I, <laughs> amen to all those. <laughs> it, it, the way you put it, I've never heard it the way you said it, that we need to be a trustworthy family. But you're coming at it from not of just being having integrity, but truly trusting the communication, trusting that I got your heart, trusting that I'm going to listen to you, trusting that I'm going to swallow my pride when I need to. (laughs) And that's hard for a guy. Yes, it is. I'm still learning now. (laughs) And you're trusting me with your heart. I got your heart as a dad. Yeah. Yeah. You can trust me with your heart. I am. And like your taught your son, you need to protect your mama, your sister, but most importantly, we need to protect each other's hearts. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, And, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go. <laughs> so it's 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 amazing because when you talk about that trust, you know, even that's one of the things that I put in the book of the role of uh, basically kind of like your identity to be a protector, a provider and the priest of your homes. I've drilled that into my son to let him know these are the things and these are biblical principles, you know, uh, from there. And that's one of the things that when it comes to trusting, when you trust, it breaks everything down to where it's like when that trust is there, relationships are mended. You know, like love is like even when we're talking about dads right now, when a child is able to trust you completely, it's like second nature to them. It's like second nature and they'll come to you for, and you'll look at it as a dad to say, wow, they just came to me and asked me that without, with ease. And, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, my son, my daughter, they'll come to me and they'll ask me certain things, you know, because sometimes I'm like, oh, okay. And then, you know, one of the times, you know, when my daughter, she came to me and I said, uh, Daughter, uh, this one, you're going to have to go see your mom on this one. <laughs> you know, but I was okay with that. You know, I wasn't so prideful. Oh, I know this. No, uh, this is the area that you need to talk to your mom about. You know, so, but that's the thing. It's like, you know, being trustworthy with your kids, with your wife, and just making sure it's there because I can't emphasize that enough. If that trust is not there, that's when a lot of things breaks down. And 
Um, I, I, I know that from experience, you know, and I could be open and honest and transparent. And that's one thing that, you know, as, you know, dads need to be open and have that. And I'm so glad you're having this conversation, you know, having this dialogue because men in general, dads, you know, we need to know, like, we need to have these conversations. And sometimes men don't know things like, like this. And that's why I'm so grateful that Jody, you having conversations like this because it's needed. It's so needed now. If it wasn't needed before, it's so needed now. You know, so I'm just grateful that you even having the conversation and that you are just, you know, being obedient and doing this. So I appreciate you, man, for this. Uh, well, I appreciate I appreciate you being willing to share. And, you know, as I'm looking at. As I'm looking at my life and I'm looking at my kids, I'm looking at men like you. What I'm finding, especially since I started Father's Fire, is there are a lot of men that are aspiring to be good fathers. But sometimes they just don't know the right question to ask. They don't have a trusted friend that they can go, uh, man, how do I deal with this one? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, when we can create an environment, a platform where we can have a dialogue, I mean, you have impacted my heart today with the word trustworthy. I've never thought about trustworthy in the way that you outlined it. And so like this whole week, I'm going to be in my personal study and my morning devotional. I'm going to be looking up what it means to have trust, what it means to be trustworthy. What it, when God says, trust me with your heart, what does that mean? When I tell my kids, you know, trust me, I got you. Yeah. Do they feel that? And yeah. I, so I, I just really appreciate that. I, I've already, you know, I got to know <laughs> from our conversation, right? And, and I think that's really what it's about is helping each other grow, become good men, become good fathers, um, and be exceptional husbands. Absolutely. I just, you know, you, you, we as men, can do more for our children, in my opinion, in creating a legacy that will last generations. It starts with the way that we treat our wife. If they see that we are treating our yeah. wife, their mom, as the queen of the house, the preeminent person yeah. in our lives, in their lives, that will ripple across every single aspect of their life. When I say Jody, you are saying a man, you you are saying a mouthful right now. Um, because that is absolutely true. It man, man, you you are definitely saying a mouthful because when you look at the relationship and the or the aspect between husband and wife, that is so important. And one of the things that people have to understand is that's a whole nother uh, conversation in itself to where it's like people think that when you have a husband, you have a wife, okay, get a family, everything's going to be good. No, you have two people coming together from different backgrounds trying to become one. And it's like, oh, okay. And it's not going to be peaches and cream every single day. 
it's like, I don't know where people get this notion from like, oh, okay, once I get married, everything's cool. Everything's, hey, I'm looking like, okay, no, because it's been times, you know, in our marriage to where we was like, we kind of looking at each other like, okay, hey, like what's going on, you know, and vice versa, her with me. But the thing is, one of the things is, and I have to say it is, it's been nothing but God, you know, he's really has helped us transition along the way. And you're absolutely right when your kids see the relationship and the aspect, because some stuff we just don't do around our kids. You know, we, if we need to have a dialogue, you know, a heated dialogue, you know, sometimes, you know, if it's just a play for us, like, okay, we'll see, you know, but if it's a heated, we'll, we'll be like, oh, hold on, we need to table this until some of the time where the kids are not here. Because like you said, a lot of times we as parents will say, do this, do this, do this. But guess what? The kids are not listening to what you're saying. They're listening to what you're doing. And if you can understand that concept of saying, OK, you know what? These kids are going to be looking at me of what I'm doing and not what I'm saying. Then that's going to make you look even more within yourself like, OK, well, what am I doing? What are they looking at? At, you know, whether it's, you know, husband, you know what, you know, just in that nature. But you, when I said a whole mouthful, that whole thing with husband and wives is so important and you need to be on the same page. Like I've been married 10 years and that's, 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 this, that's my new right now, you know, and I'm grateful for the 10 years that we've had, you know, it's been ups and downs. We, like you said, we don't have a, you don't have a manual for parenting or marriage, man. I wish you did, <laughs> you know, but at the same time, you have to remember, and that's where we, that's where your relationship with God comes in. At. You know, you really have to understand that. Okay. You know what, God, that's why I need to spend time with you because I'm not understanding this kid. I'm not understanding my spouse. And as a man, you have to do that so that you can continue to be able to lead your family into whatever direction God, you know, you know, cause you or, you know, not cause, just cause, but directs you, you know, the Bible, you know, always say, you know, I got to put a scripture in here to trust in the Lord with all in our heart and lean not to thine own understanding, but in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct that path. And it's like, you know, how can you direct, how can you allow God to direct your path and you're not even able to do it yourself? You know, and mm. it's like you're allowing and you're allowing you want somebody else to say, OK, hey, lead me. But if you're not taking the lead from God, like, OK, hey, God, what you want, then how are you going to expect to lead your family? So that dynamic again, you know, I didn't mean to get off track. But no, I in fact, we got to have a round two and just talk about that because I have a slew of uh, just thoughts you know, and impressions as you're talking about that. And I mean, we've already been cold 45 minutes. Oh, right, right. I can tell you and I are on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, I, I really, really appreciate the time that we've been able to spend together. I mean, this is, like I said, I've been taking notes just for my own self. Right. And I try to break down the show highlights and some of that will be in there, but some of these notes are for me personally. I got you. I got you. And I think that's important because as I talk to men, as I strive to be a better man and I'm really open to receiving, I'm telling you when you're open to receiving, God will tell you, what you need 
to become and also what you need to let go. And sometimes to become what we need to be, we need to let go of some stuff, but we're still clinging on to it with everything we can. Now you're speaking to me. You speak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you that it's so uh, letting go on things. And the thing is, letting go of things that you thought that was okay, you know? And it's like, okay, you know, I'm cool with this because I've mastered this or, you know, I've, I've, I've got comfortable with this. But when you're, when you let those things that were comfortable and well, those things that are comfortable and got like, okay, it's time to let that go. It's like, oh, it's not like, Okay, then that's where do you really trust them now? Yeah, that's yeah, letting go is sometimes the hardest growth that we can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much. For those of you guys listening, you gotta make sure you get connected to John Bolden. It's John Bolden 365. Dot com, John Bolden 365 on Instagram, John Bolden 365 on Facebook. Are you getting the pattern here? It's 365 <laughs> days of John Bolden. So trying to help you be great. So check out his book too. It's 18 principles of manhood. And man, I just, I want to thank you for joining me. It, it has been a phenomenal discussion, man. Absolutely. And I just want to thank you, Jody, for, you know, allowing me this space and this time. And I just, you know, even want to say to you that, you know, keep doing what you're doing. It is so needed. And I'm just glad that we connected, man, on Clubhouse. This is going to be definitely a friendship that will last a lifetime. And I know that. So, yes, sir. Kindred spirits, man. So I appreciate you having me and, you know, just thank you, you know, you and, you know, you know, tell the family I said hello, you know, just with that. But I'm grateful, grateful for this, man. Well, thank you very much. Thank your wife for giving us this time together and, and uh, go spend some time with your kids and you guys tuning in. Thank you guys so much for checking in every week. I mean, I can't believe it. Have a, this is our, I think our hundred and eleventh episode. Wow. I mean, there's so much here, guys, of other men trying to help and become good fathers. So go check it out. Make sure you like, subscribe, review, and I also launch a brand new website. It's Jody cedric.com surprise jody cedric.com and I actually have some i'm creating some fun dad swag on there so check it out and but most importantly join us every week as we try to be better fathers and thank you guys so, so much for joining us merry christmas have a fantastic week with your family and we'll catch you same time same bat channel just next week right here on father's fire see ya